If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Ruddle Me This. I am your host, the Calcium King, Taylor Ruddle. In this episode, we have a uh, very special guest. He is a young man who is uh, very near and dear to me. We have Matt Coombe joining us today. Matt is a stand-up comedian based up in Auckland, and uh, he is a young man, but he has a hell of a lot of hustle in him. He runs heaps of the open mics. Uh, Also, I think he runs a couple of ticketed shows up there. He ran uh, the University of Canterbury O-Week show that I was uh, very lucky to be able to get a spot on, mainly because half of the audience had uh, COVID, so they needed people to jump in last minute, and uh, I was more than happy to dive right on in there. Matt and I actually just got nominated for a few awards at the New Zealand uh, Comedy Guild Awards 2024, three? I don't know how they work. I think they're for 24. But yeah, he got nominated for a whole bunch of stuff for producing gigs. And uh, if you've ever listened to this podcast before, you would have heard me talking about what a thankless job producing comedy shows is. And the fact that Matt does so many of these is uh, outstanding, as well as working full-time on top of his usual gigs and stuff. So, very, very driven young man. In this episode here, we didn't really know what to talk about. Normally in my Ruddle Me This series is I like for the uh, comedian to have uh, some kind of obsession or niche topic that they talk about. But (laughs) Matt didn't really have one, so we just kind of did like a general two dudes talking kind of podcast. And uh, there's a story in there where Matt talks about a duck, an an encounter that he had with a duck that uh, had me absolutely laughing uh, my head off listening to that. Uh, Matt messaged me a couple of days ago. He was uh, slightly concerned that this would be, uh, in his words, the worst episode of the podcast because I didn't realize it at the time, but he was very, very sick when we recorded this podcast and he didn't want to cancel on me. So good on him for soldiering on. So in order to temper your expectations and uh, maybe make it a little easier on Matt's conscience, I've released this one as another bonus episode, a Wednesday bonus episode. I remember we also had a lot of tech issues with Zoom. Uh, There was a week or two when I was recording some episodes back uh, a few weeks ago, and for some reason Zoom, uh, the connection between Zoom, Christchurch and Auckland was not good. I remember both cities were having a lot of rain, and I think that might have been... making it a little difficult so because of the technical issues and uh coom being slightly nervous that people's expectations are going to be high i've released it as a bonus episode so uh just uh you know take it for what it is so with that let's get into the interview please welcome to the show matt coom everybody a 
literally, I don't know, I'm living like this perfect comedian dream, like working full time so I can afford to go to gigs and claim all that shit on taxes. <laughs> Have you gotten onto Henry? Yeah, bro. Fuck. Yeah. Henry's a lifesaver. I just made the switch over. So, like, it's, yeah, it's been golden, eh? It's, like, so good to act. I didn't realize how much um, it weighs on you having to keep track of, like, putting money aside for tax. But now that I don't mm. have to, I'm just like, man, that $23 is all mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. My favorite thing, though, is, like, because now it's working with my warehouse tax. So, yeah. we get less and less pay every day. It's fucking awful. Like, a $200 gig, just, it's turning into, like, 93 bucks yeah this like, country i remember when i was studying i had a um the hell was it it was not a student loan it was like a student allowance or something and if you made over a certain amount each week you had to be on hold with them at the ird for like 40 minutes just to tell them like hey i made three dollars more than my uh little quota allows and then they'll be like all right well we're gonna dock you a student allowance three dollars and they're like okay cool I don't have to do this again, right? Like, oh no, if you if you make more next week, you have to do the same thing. You're just like, oh, Jesus, like feels like you're being punished for being like industrious and hardworking sometimes. Eh? Oh, I definitely feel that, especially since like I'm working all this time plus producing plus doing comedy. And I'm broke as fuck still. Like <laughs> I'm making a lot more money, but I'm also probably spending a lot more. Mm. And it hurts because I'm at retail, like I have people who are doing like benefit fraud and like the other day, someone literally bought a 75 inch TV and a PS5 on wins. And I was just like, why the fuck do I even work? Like there's no need to work in this country. Oh, you I can see, just right. get that. Yeah. That's tough. Eh? Um, yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's bizarre. Right. Eh? Because then like, I think it's, I think it depends on how you ask though. Like, cause then sometimes if you go on like the Reddit for New Zealand, you'll see people that will just be like, how is how am I supposed to survive on like wins? They've got like ten bucks left over after rent and stuff like that comes out. So it's it's uh, it's maddening, eh? Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> Let's shit on poor people this whole time. <laughs> this would be a pro national podcast. That's what well, the world's missing. Technically, I'm unemployed at the moment, so um, I could provide <laughs> the other side of that coin for you. Um, yeah. So what you're gonna what you're gonna do is rock up to the warehouse, get a 75 inch TV, yeah, and yeah. a PS5. All good, mate. <laughs> Maybe that's what I gotta do then. I um, that's the missing <laughs> the missing piece of the puzzle. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'd have the time for it. Eh? Like. Are you into gaming? Yeah, uh, I used to be until my um I sold my PS4 and my PC broke, which is like <laughs> the biggest, like, honestly, I could spend a whole day on the computer, so it breaking was the biggest help for me personally. I've had that same effect with, um, you know, Reddit. Do you know anything about the drama with Reddit at the moment? No, no, I haven't heard anything about they're Reddit. Basically, they're basically just making it harder for people to run side apps. Like, you can browse it on the official Reddit app, but... Mm. it's apparently not very good and um i think about a month ago or a couple of weeks ago now they like cracked down on people with these like unofficial apps and i thought like oh yeah maybe i'll download the original one but like like the same thing with your pc is like it's actually been good because i know i'm not like wasting time just scrolling on reddit mm. now it's like actually been all right <laughs> maybe maybe if uh, uh for twitter and facebook and all that um go down as well i might actually get something done throughout the day <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Going up to threads. Oh, I joined threads, used it once, hated it so much. I was like, this is so shit. Like, I, I never liked Twitter. Like, I'm part of that generation where yeah, we don't give a fuck either. about it. 
Um, but every comedian's like, bro, get on Twitter, get on Twitter. Like That's Tim Baird tells me, yeah. yeah. Tim Baird saw one of my Facebook posts and he's like, why the fuck are you posting it? Oh, he didn't say that. He's very kind. <laughs> but he was like, why are you posting it here so like six Facebook people can see it? Put it out onto Twitter. And then, I, yeah. and I put it out on Twitter and it got one like, nice. and I tagged him in it and it wasn't even from him. I think it was great. <laughs> <laughs> so he was just like, put it put it. Put it on Twitter, man. I'll like it. And then he just like seen it. Yeah, he's um, just like, oh no, never mind, not as funny anymore. <laughs> we can talk we can talk a little bit about social media for our like topic because we're both producing shows. Mm. And like, do you enjoy social media? Like, I'm not I don't think I really enjoy it, but it's kind of a necessity for what we do. Um like I re- I very rarely think to take out my phone and film and record stuff when I'm like out and about. Um, mm. but like when we're promoting stuff, there's really, you know, I don't know of any other ways to get the word out to people. And when we ask them at shows, like, how did you hear about the show? Like most of them just mumble when I saw it on Facebook. So like, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What are you, your event finder mainly for yours? Yeah. Event finder I reckon's the way to go because that's gr- crossing over to like Google now. So when you search up comedy events, it's mm. crack up as cause sometimes my free Saturday night comedy shows up higher than the classic shows. Fantastic. <laughs> just like <laughs> take that. that ACL unlock, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just chuck it through chat. GPT writes everything for me now. I might have, to, I'm going to have to eat some crow, I think, because I was one of the people that thought event finder was gone. Like, um, mm. Do you remember how probably like just after pandemic they changed up their system so you have to pay, uh, it, you know, you have to subscribe to it basically to list ticketed events and I think you can mm. list one for free, uh, one like paid event for free, and I noticed that like none of my, none of my listings on it were really getting any like page views and I thought like geez they're really like they really want you to pay to to host events on there. And I thought, oh, this platform's done. Like that's the that's the canary in the mineshaft when when a, whenever a service goes from free to starting trying to get you to subscribe to things, it's usually a sign that it's not going well. Um, oh, and saying that with Pornhub, man, I think it's I think it's been going stronger since they introduced that premium shit because because they can assure the quality, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You want to find the extra extra good shit? You gotta go. <laughs> you gotta pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose that's the thing is money. Uh, money talks, right? But uh, mm. yeah, no, it seems like I have to eat my words there. I, I actually noticed my last um, gig that I was running. Uh, got a lot of views on Event Finder, so I think I was wrong. I think they they might have steered into the, you know, when you slide, slide on an icy road and you have to steer, like you like counter steer or whatever. I think they, <laughs> yeah, I think they've they drifted it. back on. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, big advocate for Event Finder, but the thing is also you list it on Event Finder, yeah. and what I've like started experimenting with is you list half the tickets on Event Finder, half the tickets on another thing. <laughs> Because then you get that double Google you search. You make them fight for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, really whoever funny. sells more deserves it more. You have like two lines at the door, like you, like the event finder people and the humanitics people. Like, no, no, you're in the, <laughs> yeah. you're in the, humani- you're in the poor section. Go get over in the humanitics section. Event finder, we roll out the red carpet, <laughs> shake their hand personally. <laughs> humanitics, we go spit in their face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember when You're I was lucky deli- we let you in here, you freaks. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was delivering pizzas. Um, I was for working for Hell, and uh, uh, we showed up at a house, and a, a guy in a Domino's car like rolled up at the same time. And I was like, "Man, did this did this person get like you know 
he got like a pizza from hell and he got like a couple of sides from Domino's and we like arrived at the same time. And the, the dude and I didn't really know what to do. We're like, man, we're supposed to like fist fight in the street now. Like, <laughs> like what's, the, what's the protocol here? Um, God. We should, uh, what was your first one that you started producing? Was that the Red Bar? No, that was Zach's bar, which was a, oh, I remember I that. Fell yeah. a, I'm like, uh, for someone who produces a lot, I've fallen and a lot of gigs have just been handed into my lap, to be honest. Because, um, yeah, Zach's bar was run by Ashad and AJ, and then I emceed it once and they outsourced it to me, basically. They were like, um, hey, you seem like a pretty trustworthy fella. Like, how about you? Uh, you want to run this every yeah. week? Well, I emceed one time and they're like, oh, you should just come every week and then run it. And I was like, okay. Were they and I was running too? it. Yeah, they were Oh, yeah, too. okay. Um, Interesting. One of them, yeah. So they gave it thing, up and then I just took it over. Yeah, that's one thing if any new comics are listening. I know there's a couple of like newish comics that are running. Uh, definitely, if you get the opportunity to run your own thing, definitely do it because like you'll get good real quick, um, especially with the emceeing. Like when I was hosting an open mic every Tuesday, that was like the quickest I got better. And like the whole time I've been doing stand up, it was just like when you're just, you don't have a choice, but you're hosting every week. It's like, yeah, you got to learn how to do it quick. Um, but then after Zach's, uh, what came after that? <laughs> oh, we missed the intro. Should I start it again so we can get the intro into it? <laughs> no, I would like to keep this uh, podcast for as long as I can. <laughs> I don't need to cancel. <laughs> Okay, uh, so we're not going to talk about how you've been embezzling funds and haven't paid yeah, no, taxes leave, in the past six off. years. Yeah, no, I'd, okay. really, I'd really prefer if we could leave that out if that's okay with you. <laughs> uh, so what else are we talking about? Running stuff. What's your uh, kind of plan for the next couple of years? Are you like pretty happy working and gigging or are you thinking you might um, start doing like Laugh Mob full time, that kind of thing? Uh, to be fair, like, I need to keep working because I get bored as like <laughs> I booked a week of annual leave, but I'll, I'll produce, I'll do all this. I did the same amount of everything, which was yeah. still very little. So I need something, but I would like to work part time. Yeah, I would yeah. love to do like four hours a day, five days a week, something like that. 20 hours a week plus producing. That'd be the good day, eh? just enough to pay the bills. I was watching, um, do you know the sketch show called Portlandia? No, I haven't heard that. Do you know who Freddie Armisen is? He's an SNL comic. Yeah. He like it's like him and I, I cannot remember what her name is, but he's got like a writing partner and they made this show Portlandia together. I've only seen a couple of episodes of it, but it is quite funny. And the first episode they're talking about how apparently that dream of being like a slacker never died in Portland. Um and he was like, Yeah, people just work a couple of days at a coffee shop to pay the bills and then just hang out with their friends. I was like, that sounds great. Like, <laughs> why can't we have that here? <laughs> that's genuinely like the best way to live fuck working full time that shit sucks yeah I think that's a generational shift right like our my this is one thing my parents I think they're a little bit uneasy about me doing like the creative kind of pursuit is because like to them like a the baseline of like whether you're like successful or not is if you're holding down 40 hours a week and like mm. they've definitely come around to it now and like my they're like stoked that I'm getting gigs and stuff like that but like I definitely know it took it took them a wee while to kind of understand that like, you know, to to like our generation, 
it's not really that appealing to just like well work. okay hold on mate Let, let's put this distinction right here our generation we know you full just, ass, you know, well vaguely sort of mid-30s guys you know, you know me, <laughs> yeah. i look mid-30s i barely cracked 20 mate <laughs> well, we, we always joke that um i look like the next pokemon stage after you right yeah um, <laughs> next evolution yeah and then um but yeah, no, so you are you are a young man. But I mean you're like a Zoom and I'm a millennial, right? So we're hmm. not so different, you and I. <laughs> oh fuck, okay, maybe not to you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, no, to be to be feel like that first time we met, I was just like, oh, I was real anxious because I was like I heard Berg is telling me about how, like, you're, you're a little bit older than me. I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to think I'm just the most immature, <laughs> annoying person ever. I think five minutes into that conversation, I was like, I love this man. Craig, I'll die for him. Craig, who is this child speaking to me right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was weird when you did that, to be honest. You're like, do I have to spank him if he keeps talking up? <laughs> Send him to the naughty step, Craig. This, this child is, yeah. Um, but that's the weird thing with stand up, I think, is like I don't I've never met like another stand up and been like w- like that we felt like worlds apart, if that makes sense. I feel like Oh um, definitely. You can see like the comics table after a gig or whatever, and it'll be like people from early twenties up to like fifties and I don't know, I think that's quite cool. Uh I've never i I've never been like, man, check out this old, you know, MFR or I, I don't understand anything this bloody Zoom is saying. And like, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a nice well, one. Yeah. <laughs> it's not been your experience. No, no, I, I agree with that completely. Um, yeah. I just want to clarify, are we not allowed to swear on the Taylor Ruddle podcast? I know, you What's can... an MF? Okay. Let's <laughs> say. Well, here's the way. So we could talk about this a little bit, actually, is like you work fairly blue on stage, I think. Like you curse and mm. talk about explicit stuff is like, I don't really, um, but I do in my personal life. So it's like I never know what uh, what people are expecting me to, to do on this. I feel like they get that it's more casual and I'm going to drop curse words, but like I really didn't realize how little I curse on stage until a couple of years ago. Someone pointed it out. I was like, really? Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely a place for that, but like, I go blue because that's where the true laughs are. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like that's where you can get gut laughs really easy, mm. right? Like, it's not so cerebral quite often. But well, I would say you're like pretty good at you're pretty good at coming up with the thinky stuff. Like, we tend to bounce bounce gags off each other and all that. So the listeners can't see, but he pointed to his temple there, <laughs> <laughs> just silently. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, there's also in like Auckland and the gigs I'm doing currently. It's mm. more of a fight. Like at the classic, the clean and smart stuff goes super well. But when you're in a ding dong lounge and you're struggling to get people's attention, and you're just like, oh, here, here's a clever anecdote about yeah. politics and shit like that. They go, we don't care. Yeah, so yeah. I, I guess because like some of your trauma and stuff, and they're like, huh, what? <laughs> whereas i feel like you're doing more like restaurants and like corporate gigs so your customer base is definitely like if you did go my style it'd probably eat shit and same if like i did your style up here it would probably eat shit yeah it's interesting i think canterbury people are quite um 
I don't want to say timid is the wrong, maybe timid is the wrong word, but like I've had people that have been to shows and they've just been like, oh, lot, lot of swearing in that show, wasn't there? <laughs> like, come on, surely you curse as much as that at home kind of thing. Um, what's been good is we've been doing Laugh Club, which is at the Austin, this cool little underground. Actually, this one thing, are there any, there's got basement theater up in Auckland. Hmm. Are there any other like basement gigs up there? Oh, I mean, technically, Ding Dong's in the basement and up yeah. the stairs. Um, but apart from that, not. Oh, we got El Bruto on Tuesdays. That's pretty basementy. Oh yeah, that's run by yeah. um, what are they called? Real Terrible, which is uh, is he Chester E.T. Chester, yeah. yeah. I always keep I go to call him Jester. And I'm like, wait, no, that's not right. It's Chester, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, good on them. They, I really like the design for their one. It's uh, that like human cartoon pizza thing. Looks great. Hmm. No, definitely. Yeah. Oh, nothing, man. I'm just back on my grind. I'm doing. I'm trying to do. Uh, I'm trying to be like. The easiest way for me to progress now is to get lots of reels. So now I'm just trying to do a lot of hyper specific shit because if you like, what I was doing was I was casting real, like just generic nets out with all my content, mm. and now I'm just like, if I go hyper specific mm. and it happens to latch to someone into that, I reckon yeah. it's going to go way more viral. Do you know, weirdly enough, I was talking about this with David Corios recently. We were talking about making jokes like for the internet. And um, mm. it feels like all three of us have had this mic because like not a lot of comics in New Zealand experiment with reels online, do they? Like, I mean, some people post them, but a lot of the times that's just them posting a, a seven minute unedited wide shot of them at an open mic or something, right? Like that's <laughs> a lot of people upload that and then they're just like, yep. And it's like, God, why would you? Why would you upload just a random open mic set? Like, that is harrowing to me. But that being said, I think uh, a lot less people watch that kind of thing than I think. So you probably can upload the same crap a few times mm. and not everybody's going to see it. But, um, yeah, that's something we've both been experimenting with is the online stuff. Are you still doing YouTube clips? Uh, I am recently. I've been very bad because I was at a couple of gigs where I got filmed professionally, and uh, they, they have not sent me that footage back yet. Oh, so yeah. I'm just I'm sort of waiting for that because I was going to release the Coomback special. Oh, that's a good name. I like it. <laughs> I love that clip that you had. It was like a guy, and I guess it was like his wife or something, and he like starts rubbing her leg, and she just hits him in the belly, and like, he just like backs off. <laughs> such a good clip. I was literally just watching that back, and then I was just like, "Oh, what the fuck!" Because I didn't notice it at the time. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, it's well, just amazing the uh, the stuff you catch in the background of your reels. Is, uh, in my case, often a lot funnier than the that's, actual reel that's itself. One thing I've started noticing at these ones that because like the laugh cellar is really intimate. You can probably get twenty five people in there, so like, you know, you only need. 15 for it to feel like it's a full house which is great because like it's just so good to run new jokes for because like you even if it's like a small mic you can get a good like kind of gauge as to how well it's going to do in like a bigger room and stuff and Hmm. i've noticed like um people i i I don't know how to explain this but it's almost like they forget that we can see their reactions to stuff especially in a room like that which is tiny and like i've had people like whisper something to each other and like i've just been like what was that and then like they look over at me like, hang on, like, wait, we, we didn't think you were, like, paying attention. <laughs> and I just had this realization of, like, yeah, like, so people that are going to do that kind of thing, like, 
they they sort of don't really care what I think about their reaction. They're just like with their buddies and they're just like, you know, they nudge their friend and like whisper like an inside joke or they'll kind of like, you know, like if you do like a punchline, they'll like nudge them and be like, oh, that's you. And and like I really have to stop myself from <laughs> like trying to force myself into that area, into that uh, interaction. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I force myself into it because I think it's way funnier, to be honest. <laughs> if they whisper with that shit, I want to find out what's happening. Like uh, yesterday I did, oh, not yesterday, two days ago I did Papa Moa yeah. and I was in the cinema and then one dude. That I, looked like a cool all, room. It was a sick room. I, we all thought this dude had fallen asleep and then I called <laughs> him out on it and he had his phone and he was just watching the Warriors game. Oh, so he dude. looks up and he's like, oh, no, nah, bro, you're all good. I'm just watching the Warriors. <laughs> Man, the confidence, eh? I was just we like, did this, damn, those diehard fans. We did this spot out in Methven, which is like probably about 40 minutes from Christchurch. And there was a, the weird thing was it was a bit of a hard night because it was like a rural crowd. And the, um, the MC, my friend John, he didn't quite, he didn't quite know how to MC a rural crowd. So it was a bit of a, a bit of a long night for us. But there was this two, they were a couple and like the whole night they had the dude's phone playing like the crusaders game <laughs> silent like he'd muted it so like he was he was a g you know he was considerate um and somehow even though they were like half focusing on us half watching the rugby they were still some of the best like most interactive like they laughed the loudest they were just great audience members. <laughs> like, man these guys are like really good like so, <laughs> just that's how you know you're doing a rural or just a kiwi gig when someone's trying to keep an eye on the rugby as well as watch the comedy that's why what we got to do is every gig we do, we just hand out phones and play a pre-recorded match. So then they, they'll love our show even more. It's a bit like when um, they they joke that um, young people need Minecraft parkour and uh, <laughs> yeah, subway yeah. slider and like Family Guy clips to focus on anything. Oh, Actually, have you seen young... them? Oh, go ahead. Oh, you know, I definitely agree with you with that. Um, I've actually even seen now in like cinema in America, the uh, what's it called AMC, I think their yeah, name is. Yeah. They're literally having specific rooms where they have like on the side screen, like on main movie and yeah. on the side, like a subway service. Oh my clip. goodness. <laughs> I just saw that. I was just like, someone went to watch Barbie and they're just like, oh yeah, it was a bit distracting <laughs> trying to watch the subway service clip. <laughs> <laughs> this Barbie movie was getting in the way of me enjoying my Minecraft parkour. I was gonna um I was gonna release a version, you know that COVID joke special that I did. I was gonna release a version of that which was gonna be like the main video was gonna be tiny in the middle and it was gonna have Minecraft parkour and Subway Surfer at the top of it just to <laughs> see like because it was one of those things where if it got a bunch of views, it would be great. But if it didn't, it also was just kind of dumb and funny. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely such an easy thing to do. Yeah. That will you just... even see, like, The Onion. Do you know The Onion? Yeah. You'll see them that will do, like, these threads that are just, like, Q&As almost, and in the background, it will just be Minecraft Parkour, and it'll be showing the text <laughs> on the screen. It's like, wow, even The Onion are like, <laughs> we're going to stop fighting, you know, like, we're going to stop trying to swim upstream. We're just going to embrace it, and we're just going to go for it. Yeah, I mean, there's a, the perfect guy I've seen who does it. It's like Mr. Purple Purple. So it'll be like a family guy scene. So, uh, hey, hey, uh, <clears throat> hey, Peter. It's like, hey, Peter. And then it'll be like the Wheel of Fortune clip. And it's like, uh, what's your letters? He'd be like, Z, Z, like from the clip, Z, Z. And then that piece of shit ball from the game below that just comes up and it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> 
I guess as a, this is an interesting question is like um, I know a lot of older comics are like despairing that like people's attention spans going away and they've got to do stuff like that. Like you're not making content for the people in the room. You're just making it to post online. Like what do you see if you uh, stand up? Like what do you see? Do you see any trends that are going to take off? Or like as a young person, um, what are your impressions of the way it's going to progress? Well, I mean, it's obviously now just crowd work clips and uh, mm. <laughs> a lot of them are varying the degrees of the same shit. And that's yeah. why no one's going viral because everyone's like, oh, what do you do for a job? Yeah. Oh, that. You guys yeah. are a couple? You're not a couple. Dude, you know he's trying to fuck you, right? And just all that kind of thing, right? Now we can finally reveal all the bad shit we've been saying off camera (laughs) (laughs) the third take because they the comedy gods don't want us together because they know we're too powerful that's true man we um we would uh, shake the earth to its very foundations i think let's just (laughs) i think to the listeners out there this is probably going to be a spotty one we've had some tech issues i suspect probably because uh, christchurch right now is having hella uh rain at the moment not quite as bad as what you guys up there had um, Craig mm. made the comment, Auckland does everything better. So <laughs> I thought we do. <laughs> yuck. Um, so yeah, let's let's finish off that question and then we'll wrap it up. So yeah, like uh, you were saying, it's all kind of crowd. You Like you say, it's all crowd work stuff and it's all just mm. like, are you two together? No? Oh, you know he's trying to bang you, right? And all that sort of like, <laughs> um, all that sort of nonsense. Um, but I guess if you look at, are you aware of the comedian Matt Reif? Mm. He like sold out a world tour, like using that business model. So I guess it's like you can't really argue with the results, but um, it is kind of it is kind of lame to see, I guess, isn't it? Mm, well, I mean, I think Robert Scholes. I don't know if you've seen him, blonde guy. He really popularized it, doing uh, all these things, and then wait, Matt Ryan and just sort yeah, probably. Yeah, the, the <laughs> I know it's so in short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, really salty. popularized it for sure. Um, yeah. Smashing out these things, and then Matt Rife sort of. I know a lot of like he was getting boosted. Like my friend, she didn't think he was funny, but she thought he was hot, so she'd watch the video longer, which means it got pushed to more people, oh. which means he got higher views and all that stuff. And then people who did find him funny because he is funny. Um, yeah, yeah, he is. Obviously, got to see the video, so it's just like, damn. I also love. I don't know about this. This sort of side topic, but like when yeah. people find out you're a comedian i don't know if your friends do this they will send me reels of other comedians <laughs> all the time man all the time <laughs> i'm just like well th- th- cool thank you for sharing the but also if you had that same energy sharing out my clips i know right <laughs> send this to Maybe. other people <laughs> take three friends that might like this video <laughs> you might have had this um you've done a few corporate gigs and stuff yourself like you've done kind mm. of like not just pub and club gigs there's this um we get it down here quite a bit, but you know how there's always like a couple of dudes that like kind of like want to join in and they think they're helping the show by heckling and, you know, calling out stuff and just being like generally disruptive. And then afterwards, when you're all kind of chilling, they come over and like want to like banter with you and be all like, oh, you know, us, I'm not like these these shadows out here. I got, I got a sense of human. Like, you know, they, they, I'm one of the cool guys like you guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I could have been a comic too, you know, like, oh, like, and, uh, it's just like, <laughs> I've started doing, um, it's that exact same thing as like when people find out at a non standup thing and they find out I do stand up, 
it uh, pretty quickly becomes just like, have you seen this bit by like this comedian? Like, oh, that's he's really funny, and you know, it's just like all that sort of thing. And it's always like you said, it's always the same kind of conversation. Um, so now it's become a thing where like I, I kind of like being in events where people don't know what I do because it's like they don't <laughs> they don't like try to. Uh, it's almost like they want the comedian's approval, even though you're kind of like, you don't need it, man. Like, I'm going to talk to you because mm. you're just another human. Like, <laughs> you don't need to, like, prove to me that, like, oh, you, like you know, you and me, or, you know, we're a couple of, couple of funny buggers. Like, <laughs> it's just like, dude, just Oh, no, me. I'm elitist. I'm like, make me laugh. Tell me your jokes then. <laughs> this is you to comics. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is me to, like, hecklers and crowd members after the show. <laughs> you make them tell them. But have you ever had it where... They come up to you after a show and they're like, they're, you know, they're sloshed and they're like, I got a joke for you. And you're like, oh, God, here we go. And then they're like, you know, they tell you like the first line of the joke and you already know what the joke is and you've heard it before. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. I know the ending of the joke. And they're like, ah, I'm going to tell you the joke. And you're like, I know the joke. I know how it ends. You're not going to make me laugh with it. <laughs> like, I've heard it so many <laughs> times. And it takes them like 15 minutes to tell the joke. And you're just like, yep, I as I said at the start, I knew how that joke was going to end. Like, you're not going to get a laugh out of me because I don't, I don't, this is their surprise at it. Um, yeah, I, I had that. And then the guy was like, Oh, I just watched this comedy show. He was so slosh. He forgot that I was one of the comedians on the show. <laughs> He's like, Oh, yeah, that fat guy who took his shirt off was hilarious. I was like, Oh, yeah. What was his name again? He goes, uh, I don't know. I was like, I was like, oh, did he look like this? Take my shirt off. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, for the next time, here's a joke. Says the most hacky, racist <laughs> bullshit ever. And yeah. the thing is, I didn't laugh because obviously I didn't find it funny because yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> very fucked. And he goes, oh, <laughs> he explained the joke back oh. to me. Like, <laughs> God. <laughs> And then I was like, at this point, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to mess with them. I was like, oh, oh, can you just say it one more time? Now I've had your explanation. You just (laughs) retell it. I reckon I'll get it this time and give you a laugh. I just walked off. Yeah. There's always racism. Like, I remember a guy starts telling me a joke at, um, you know, it's that same kind of thing. Like, all right, I got a joke for you. And you're like, "Ah, yeah, okay. And then, like, the first line is like, couple of are walking along right and i'm like oh, i don't <laughs> want to hear the rest of this joke man like <laughs> like it's i guarantee the fact that the urban original has nothing to do with the punchline like so you're just like oh yeah right yeah. have a great God, night that. pal i think was the um, <laughs> kevin bridges is like that's how you get rid of drunk guys at bars you just slap them on the shoulder and like have a great night pal <laughs> and you just walk off. <laughs> but then that's too good so useful it was what a was paradise it? duck, which uh, a paradise Sheffield and uh, had a white head, brown body. <laughs> and um, like me and my mate were, were chasing a chicken because we're bored and he's unemployed. So we had nothing better to do. Right. So we're chasing this chicken. And then this duck like head to the ground and runs at me. And like, I'm 120 kg, six foot dude. Yeah. So I stay still thinking, oh, it's not going to chase me. It chased me, <laughs> tries to bite at my toes, and then I run away. I figured out I'm slightly slower than this duck because I get that head start. And the duck's already chased up, like caught up to me. Um, but then, yeah, like we had all these other people come across, walk past the duck right next to it. Like I was the other side of the car park head down chase me and if i ran it ran faster which was absolutely <laughs> fucked and then um so yeah 
families walking past it, nothing happened. And this, <laughs> I swear to God, this duck started attacking. We saw him chase an old man. The old man didn't even realize. He like tried to bite at the back <laughs> of his leg. And then he hits it and the dude just turns around and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Looks yeah, down, ducks, sees this duck and walks. Ducks are bizarre because I feel like we forget how harmless they really are. Like for some reason, oh, something not. about a duck charging you is scary, but it shouldn't be. Like what's a duck really oh. going to do to us? The thing is like my mate chased it, like ran at it to try and scare it off. It started running towards him. <laughs> and, like we get into our car and I kid you not, swear on my life this happened. The duck was literally like we could hear the noise on my car. He was fucking picking at the car door. And I kid you not. And then a lady comes up and she's like, she's like trying to feed away from the car because we were like, we're trying to leave, but we couldn't leave because I don't want to accidentally kill this fucking psycho duck. <laughs> the duck runs at her. <laughs> and then she gets up scared and accidentally kicks it. <laughs> the duck's just gets in her car, car and just drives off. Yeah. The duck's like genuinely the, car, like the Terminator and the second one where it's running up to the back of the car. Genuinely, it was like that running head on. I was like, because we got in the car, we're thinking it will scare it off. It, it won't fuck with us. It fucking knew we were in the car and it still wanted <laughs> to attack. It was, <laughs> <laughs> like that shit was genuinely the most. I mean, I don't run often, but that fucking thing had me <laughs> yeah, literally uh, scared to shit. It was cracked. That duck is willing to die to defend its territory, eh? But it's not even defending its territory because we first saw it like 10 minutes away from the car park and it genuinely followed us to the it car just wants park. wants the smoke. wants the smoke, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And I was really like to my mate, I was like, bro, we're not going to let a duck bully us. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and then <laughs> this little kid, because the duck starts messing around near a camper van, this little kid runs at it full time speed and the duck runs off. <laughs> and then I'm like, hold up. <laughs> it's scared of this five-year-old kid that's like tiny, but a six-foot man, he's like, yeah, this is my target. <laughs> this is what I'm willing to take on. Bizarre. I love it. <laughs> Genuinely the weirdest situation. Like, I don't go out in nature often, but fuck. Because, yeah. like, yeah, my mate's mom, like, she's like a massive conspiracy theorist, right? Yeah. Like when, when I was five and I went to his house for the first time, I realized he doesn't have a mic, uh, like a microwave. Nice. And now that I'm 22, she's like, ah, oh, it's a terrible thing with the Starlink. We're going to get a hundred percent coverage. What? I was like, do you want to live off the grid? And she's like, yes. Do you uh, know what's happening to the animals? And I'm like, okay, now I see where she's coming from. These fucking ducks are crazy yeah. because of Starlink <laughs> shooting Man. Wi-Fi right at us. He's going to know where you are, too. He's going to be like, I'm chasing <laughs> yeah. that. I'm chasing that guy. <laughs> oh, God damn. Classic. All right, well, this has been a pretty chill chat. Let's uh, let's wrap this up here. We've easily got 40 minutes of uh, content here. I appreciate <laughs> you joining me, sir. Anytime, boy. Where can the, where can the people find you out in the world? Uh, on social they, media. Uh, well, actually, no, where can they find you out in the world? Sounds like a nice <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my list? home address is uh, 34... Bav, Torbay, 0630, Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, you can leave that in. That's not my address. <laughs> That's just some random kind of address. Um, <laughs> my Instagram, Coomgram, C-O-O-M-B-E, Gram. Uh, you can follow me home. Uh, you can follow me on Tinder. You can follow my OnlyFans. It's um, Taylor Ruddle feet pics. He doesn't know I've taken them yet. <laughs> uh, sensational. All right, appreciate your time, man. Any good, mate. I'll catch you later, brother. Hope you enjoyed that listen. Just a kind of chill, uh, chill out podcast episode. Two uh, two fellas talking to each other. 
If you need more Coombe in your life, you can catch him uh, several areas online. The first one I would recommend you follow him on is his Instagram page, which is at Coombegram. You can also follow another Instagram page called Coombe and Friends. That's his kind of uh, the name that Matt and my other good friend Craig Westenberg, when they do a solo show, they refer to the show as Coombe and Friends. Matt, Matt taking place of the Coombe and uh, Craig being the and friends. They post some very funny kind of, it's kind of a shit posting page, I think, but uh, yeah, it's worth a laugh. So go and follow them if you enjoyed Matt. And then more seriously, you can follow where he produces all of his shows. If you're interested in getting along to some of his comedy gigs, you can follow LaughMobNZ on Instagram. There is an underscore between Laugh and Mob. If you follow that page, you'll also see a little bit of my graphic design, as I tend to do a lot of design for Matt. Matt doesn't appear to use his Facebook, or doesn't use any Facebook for marketing, but he is on YouTube where he posts shorts pretty much every day or every other day. So look up at It's Coom on YouTube. He actually had a interaction with a punter go kind of viral and end up on some news websites when a um, uh, some guy from the crowd <laughs> made some homophobic comments to him. Um, so yeah, if you look up his uh, YouTube page, you might be able to find that and uh, see what happened there. As always for me, at Taylor Idle Comedy on all the social media platforms, as well as check out Can Do Comedy to see what kind of events we've got coming up. Winding down a bit for Christmas now, I think for the foreseeable future, it's just going to be Tuesday Night Quiz at Bridie's, Wednesday Night Quiz at Moi Moi, Thursday Comedy Show either at Austin Club or uh, Spring and Fern, depending on the date. Check the page for more information. And that might be it for us. Got a few things in the mix coming up in 2024, but that is going to be basically it. Uh, it'll be the first year that I actually have a bit of a Christmas break. Every job that I've done, uh, for whatever reason, I didn't get much of a Christmas break, so that's going to be interesting. I'm, I wonder how I'm going to respond to that. The podcast will keep rolling through all the way to the end of the year. Um, you know, it's a lot of fun to record, and uh, a lot of guests are going to be sitting on their thumbs with nothing to do, so I'm sure they're going to be more than willing to come and record a podcast with me. Leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast player you are listening on. That really helps me out a lot. I'd love to get the podcast back on the comedy charts <laughs> sometime in 2024. So that's all from me once again. Really appreciate you listening. Hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Ruddler over and out. All right, I think I hacked in. We're on the air? Shh, security's outside. But how's my hair? It's a radio station. Psst, psst. You guys hear about the Beyond the Shadows podcast with Ryan and Scott? You guys into paranormal? What about true crime? How about UFOs and cryptids? We also have mad hauntings. We got security. No, we don't. We're not big enough to need it yet. No, we got security. Hey, what are you guys doing? Get out of here. Listen to the Beyond the Shadows podcast. Beyond the Shadows. Hello, Ruddle Me This listeners. I am Rachel. And I'm Heather. And we are the hosts over at Wine Time. We release new episodes every Tuesday about all things mom-related. We talk about birthing stories and postpartum. Inspirational mamas who have made a difference and are just complete badasses. And we cover all the mom crime. From missing moms to murderous moms. Come check us out wherever you listen to your podcast at Wine Time. Or find us on social media at wine underscore time underscore pod. And remember, that's wine spelled W-H-I-N-E.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.